0: the week another talking dirty oh. and
1: the crowd goes wild Woo. and charlie goes
0: wild all right this week for you over the nfl we got fights over the nba we got fights and over in pop culture we don't have fights we have a couple of uh recaps on bad batch And break down some of the new projects coming out, as well as wrapping it all up with your jams of the week.
1: Ryan, how about a word from our sponsors? Ken Spillers Painting, Uh, 412-784-1577. Call them today if you need a paint job in the Pittsburgh area. And then, Betalytics.com. B-E-T-A-L-Y-T-I-C-S.com. Guys, so there's this this person I know. Yeah. I shared him, Betalytics. Yeah. He's like, holy shit, this looks sweet. Immediately went and bought the year subscription. Nice and Respect. since then, yeah, I've nonstop seen him when he was. If there wasn't, a, if he didn't have a table to take care of, he was in the service station on Betalytics looking at everything. Nice. He's nice. been obsessed with it. Yeah, that's what happened. He's so pumped that he has it now. He thanked me for showing him it. So he's a big gambler. I'm a big gambler. I love it too. If you're in sports gambling, you have to check it out. It's obviously worth it if two users are obsessed with it. So. Mm-hmm. Uh promo code Dairy J to get 25% off any subscription. Uh yeah, go check them out. With that being said, let's get into it. Yeah.
0: All right. Before we get into it, dude, the Knicks suck. All right, I'm not asking how you're doing anymore, dude. That was I was not for. Knicks are getting crushed. Seven was that wrong? Knicks are getting crushed right now. <laughs> how That's are bad, you? Dude. How are? How art thou?
1: Uh, oof. not bad, I guess. Not as bad as the Knicks. No, not as bad as <laughs> this game right now. But yeah, you know. Ides of March are coming up, so... Oh, yeah, buckle up. Nights of March, dude. Dude, the one podcast can going to be released on Nights of March, I looked ahead. <laughs> You're all amped up. <laughs> yeah, no, but happy Leap Day, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leap... Did Leap you do day. anything crazy today? I was leaping over a lot of shit today. Leap Day Larry, did he come visit you? Yeah. Because yeah. you don't want him to. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Do you not know Leap Day? I don't know anything about holidays. Leap Day rules... Leap Day rules. Oh, all right. That's all that. This is just ridiculous. Press wear blue and yellow. No, yeah. So Thirty Rock did a whole episode where they basically were like, "Yeah, Leap Day stuff. Like, if you don't wear blue and yellow, you get your hair pulled or your eyes poked." (laughs) Then Leap Day Larry is uh, they made like an in-universe fictional movie Mm -hmm. with Jim Carrey it's yeah. basically like the Santa Claus. Okay. But he slowly turns into Leap Day Larry, which is a guy who wears a blue and yellow hat, and grows gills, and, and comes from the sea. And ultimately looks like that by the end. Oh. It's very funny. Okay. How are you doing? Um, Doing all right. Doing all
0: right. Um, I don't really know. Not much really happened this week for me. It was a very uneventful week. So, all right, let's get into it then, I guess. Wow. What? what you, I have to have a story every time?
1: Yeah, it's, it's a podcast. I I just didn't have anything this week, dude. All right. I don't have any stories either, because there are the stories I don't want to say on a podcast. But I do have a couple tidbits. Okay. One, okay, it's so miscellaneous sports, miscellaneous sports, miscellaneous mm-hmm. sports. Where do you stand on this court storming debate going on all over the internet, all over college basketball? Have you seen it? First of all,
0: yeah, they want to like stop it, don't they?
1: Just, just a couple of angry journalists, Jay Bellis, for example, from ESPN mm-hmm. Game Day. He they think it's a disgrace, and people can get hurt and all the stuff. Where historically, no one ever got hurt. No, no kids got hurt mm-hmm. doing it. Uh, but this year, there was two instances. One, women's basketball. Ohio State beat Iowa, and that Caitlin Clark flopped in the ground. On you remember seeing that video at all? No. They stormed the court, and her and a student collided, and Caitlin Clark went flying, and that's when the debate started. It was like we should span this before someone like these premier kids fighting for a spot in the league get hurt. Yeah. They released alternate angles of it, and it was the biggest flop ever. Fast forward to <laughs> last weekend. Duke got the court stormed against Wake, for- Wake Forest. Wake okay. Forest stormed the court. Yeah, and one of their better players got hurt and had to get helped off the court because okay. of a quote unquote knee sprain. And Duke's coach, I forget his name, the guy who replaced Coach K, was like freaking out, saying, "This is there's no place in college sports for this. This is a disgrace." Alternate angle. One, it looked like he tripped, tried to trip the student, and that's how he got hurt. Uh, he tried to trip someone for storming the court, and that's yeah. how he got hurt. Okay. And people were making a big deal how he got hurt. He played the next game, not limited minutes. He was fine. Yeah. It was the biggest, like, oh, my ankle. Oh, wait, actually, my knee. Oh, wait, I'm fine. I'm yeah, playing like, the The thing game. is, these people are athletes. Yeah. <laughs> like like, like yeah. some Joe
0: Schmo coming storming the court isn't going to, like, you know, break a leg or anything like yeah, that.
1: Yeah, and I get the whole argument of, like, what if, like, there's a kid who's going to be, like, in the lottery and he tears his ACL because someone knocks him over when he's on we'll the We'll cross can. that bridge when we get to it. At my point exactly to someone who's arguing with me at work. I said, yeah. it hasn't happened to this point. And it's been such it's a tradition. not, and, and so I feel like you don't do anything until it does. Yeah. And they're like, well, it was preventative. well it's preventative. Like, but it's also really fun and super cool to see. When an underdog upsets someone and they storm the court, Yeah, it, it's, that's one of the coolest things probably that's ever like a highlight
0: see. moment for some of these players. Yeah,
1: and... Uh, Big Cat and from my, your part friends, my like, Take Charge the Court. Yeah, it, support. Big Cat for of My Take was saying in this argument too with the guy who basically started it on ESPN, Jay Billis. He was like, I remember in college uh Wisconsin upsetting some team mm-hmm. and we stormed the court and it was like some of my favorite memories from college ever. Yeah. And then, like you're just taking away. It's so fun. Like you said, the players love it. Yeah, like whenever
0: uh, Tennessee beat the uh, one football team, Alabama, I think.
1: Yeah, they stormed the field and took, the goal, took post. the goal post. Yeah,
0: that's hilarious. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, we wouldn't have had that content if they banned it.
1: Exactly. I, I get the anti court storming side of things. Yeah. But to the, the say you're banning it, it's ridiculous. And Jay Billis' uh, fix for it was yeah, go ahead, let everybody storm the court and then line the court with police and arrest everybody who were on the court for trespassing. <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: that's such
0: a hard yeah, yeah Jay. Director. let's just
1: make that cops slave hell
0: yeah so let's make <laughs> let's let, give them a, a mountain use, of paperwork to
1: fill let's out let's use every single cop in the town <laughs> let's stop what they're doing yeah so they can arrest a bunch of college kids for having fun
0: oh I I do have something now actually Allie LaForce huh Allie LaForce remind you no 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 you reminded me actually when you said, talking about cops I was watching the news when I was kind of heading over here mm-hmm. and they were talking on the news about how The city of Pittsburgh is uh, being lackadaisical with the police force overnight. And they were like going through the rundown of like the amount of cops that are patrolling on certain nights overnight. And it was like, why would you do that? I mean, like, okay, so they're saying like we used to we cut down like 60 percent of police force that are active patrolling on Mondays
1: and Tuesdays between two thirty and seven. Oh, why would you do that? Yeah, no. Because now all the criminals who are watching the news, yeah, they're like. I well, guess down. they're thinking <laughs> criminals don't watch news.
0: Well, I mean, if but you're still. a good criminal,
1: you'd watch the news. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh yeah, we know there's less people. Yeah, that's really dumb. Actually,
0: yeah, why would you do that? <laughs> like, if I'm if I'm a criminal watching the news, I'm like, well, that's when I'm going to commit my crime. But what if it's a trap? That's fair. That's fair. what if
1: it's the exact opposite. Yeah. Well, if those are when, the, be. when they're beefing up,
0: could be, could be.
1: That'd be smart, but. <laughs> it's just, I was watching. I was like, why would you guys do this? Like, <laughs> yeah, that, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> all right. Um, or my second tidbit I have noted is all year I was slandering the Dolphins. Yeah. I kind of stood true to it and I said how they're fraudulent and all this stuff. This isn't just this year. This is all time. I saw, not all time, but uh, for the last like decade and two decades or so, mm-hmm. I saw some stats. Okay. And it's very... Okay, I'll just read it. The last time the Dolphins won a playoff game. Right? The last time the Dolphins won a playoff game, the PS2 was just released. LeBron was a freshman in high school. Okay. Bill Belichick was in his first season with the Patriots. Tom Brady was still in college. Nick Saban was still the coach of LSU and not Alabama. Shaq had zero championships. The Knicks were the reigning Eastern Conference champions them and the Houston Texans did not exist <laughs> they've been fraudulent for a while I mean they really haven't had like a good
0: team since Marino Marino yeah
1: and they and they were fraudulent this team. they never won and this
0: team and Chad Pennington was good too yeah when that's they probably that's Chad. probably
1: he was probably quarterback for that last one
0: yeah yeah probably yeah
1: I mean outside of that team that won and defeated they've kind of been a fraudulent franchise because Marino's great I wouldn't say fraudulent but Marinos teams never won. I'd just
0: say a bad franchise.
1: Yeah, but like, they always have good teams that never win. Or, do or they? always choke. I mean just this like this
0: this year exclusively and then I guess Chad Pennington you could say that was a good
1: team that choked. Marinos were good teams that choked.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like when they do have good teams
1: they choke. but Yeah, but there was a big stretch there from like mid two thousands to like they were just recently. irrelevant for a while. Yeah, they were they weren't good at all. Mhm. But yeah, so the Dolphins, tough look. I, it was like something that popped up randomly in my algorithm that, like, we, you can tell it's something from the algorithm that, like, happened, like, months ago during the NFL playoffs. Yeah. yeah. But it, I'm just now seeing it, and I thought it was very. It's just noteworthy. a tough team to see be successful.
0: Like, I can't envision them being good ever. Yeah,
1: but those are sick
0: unis. They are. They are. But, like, you can't have both. You can't have sick uniforms and be really, really good, and be in, like, a place like Miami. Like, look at all the dynasties. Like, none of them really have sick uniforms. Oh, my God. Are you
1: kidding me? Steelers is one of the most classic uniforms.
0: Well, yeah, but that was about way back in the 70s. We won two in our lifetime the last.
1: What, 06, 09? 20, 20 years. Went in 2012? <laughs> yeah.
0: Almost 20 years.
1: Yeah. But we've been to playoff teams and stuff, we've been making the playoffs.
0: <laughs> the Patriots uniforms aren't bad. We haven't made the playoffs since 2016. <laughs> we made the playoffs this year. Or, I mean, <laughs> won a
1: playoff game, I mean, yeah. since 2016. Yeah. I was going to say, dude, we made the playoffs this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. made the playoffs two years ago, the year before that. Yeah, we just don't win. We make it like every, every year. All right.
0: NFL. Let's get yeah. into it. All right, I'm in. All right, starting up. The NFL Scouted Combine is going on this weekend, so you're gonna see a lot of information coming out on the uh, players in the combine participating, uh getting ready for the draft. Uh and then we have Steelers play by play broadcaster Bill Hargrove, uh, Hillgrove is retiring from the broadcasting football games.
1: Is he retiring after this year or is he not coming back next year? I don't think he's coming
0: back next year. Yeah, that sucks. It does stink.
1: There should have been he, he should have had a retirement tour. <laughs> that yeah, it would have been, nice. been nice. Bill Hillgrove from what high school? Uh, Central Catholic.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Yes, sir. I'm um, actually then, fact-checking that just in case I'm wrong.
0: I just assumed Central Catholic because you wouldn't have asked. Yeah, because I wouldn't have cared. But
1: yep, right. Central Catholic.
0: Okay. And quesney Um, Next up, Bengals plan to change their field to AstroTurf for the 2024 season. They will be joining the Colts and the Vikings, who are also
1: doing this for the next season. To AstroTurf. RIP to Joe Burrow. But wh- why are they making the change? Is it cheaper? Or I is think it, it's probably or, cheaper. or did they perfect AstroTurf, and now they're, it's, like, pretty they're, good? There's
0: still a thing with AstroTurf about causing injuries.
1: I don't think they fixed it. But, like – New Jersey's field mm. Is the one where everyone gets hurt on And that's natural grass I thought that was AstroTurf I'm, mm-hmm. No, that's, that's grass
3: Because remember it?
1: the Jets game Where the paint was gone Because rain I thought it was a certain kind of turf I'm looking it up
0: Yeah, maybe look it up um, And then Russell Wilson he was on uh I think it was Brandon Marshall's podcast this past week. Pretty good pretty good interview actually. I I watched it. Um maybe kind of get a new respect for Russell Wilson. Um pretty much he was going into uh, you know, the whole events of last season where he was essentially blackballed by the Broncos and was yeah. benched for no reason. I'm and,
1: seeing a definitive answer, so I'm just gonna let go. Yeah.
0: He uh it, it was pretty like uh I don't know. He was either a really good actor, or it, I really kind of felt for the guy. He was like saying how you know he was really unsure, and only one person really knew about it, and that was Cortland Sutton, because he kind of told Cortland Sutton early on, and because he asked him about it, and that was the only person who knew. Everybody else kept it shut, like kept silent on it, mm-hmm. and he just kind of kept going out there because it was all about the team. That's sick. Yeah, but he did say he wants to win two more Super Bowls before he retires. Do you think he can do it?
1: No. Do you think one more? It depends where he goes. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. He comes to the sorry ass Steelers, he's not getting one. Probably not. But if he goes... Actually, I don't know. All the teams that are Super Bowl caliber right now aren't going to be going for Russell Wilson. Probably not. Probably not. The only one I can really think of... I mean... like where Where is he projected to go? Atlanta? They're not going to win anytime soon. Yeah, Steelers, Atlanta...
0: Who else needs a quarterback?
1: Is Tennessee looking for one? Maybe, but. The Patriots?
0: Patriots be wild. (laughs) Patriots be nuts. I don't know how I feel about that.
1: Odds to land Russell Wilson.
0: Yeah, who are top dogs? Hmm. I mean, the Steelers, I don't know.
1: Maybe. There you go. Russell Wilson's the next, next snap odds on uh, for corner draft DraftKings. This article was in February to the twenty eighth. Yesterday, mm-hmm. minus two hundred and twenty five. It's the Steelers. Okay, so we're heavy favorites to get Russell Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then Raiders, then Broncos, which is not going to happen. Falcons, Patriots, Vikings, Commanders. Yeah, none of them I want to really. See the Steelers, the Steelers, are the only one on that list. I can see it because if he comes, if he comes here and he does good, mm-hmm. then with the new office coordinator, we can, we'll be signing him, not trading for him, mm-hmm. so we'll keep all of our picks and we can just fill in the gaps there. Yeah, our defense is already kept championship caliber, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're the only one he has a chance with winning. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. God, so that brings <laughs> you to the question. I think we definitely talked about last week, but yeah. I'm, I might make a video about this. What do you want us to happen with the quarterback next year?
0: Either keep Kenny and get nobody else. And just keep keep stick to the plan we already S- have.
1: Stick to the plan we have.
0: we already lost Mason, right? Or is he still there?
1: No, no, he's free agent. So Okay. He, he he's I think Obviously free agency didn't start yet, so he's not anywhere yet, but it's like he's already kind of looking at I
0: think him. my personal favorite right now is to keep Kenny, keep Mason, have him duke it out in preseason. And just run it back. And run it back. Maybe maybe draft a guy. Maybe draft a guy for the third string. Then, and then that way you can use your other picks for like linemen and shit to help with like the offensive and Mm -hmm. protection. Plan B: If you're gonna nuke it, you got to just trade or get rid of Kenny in some way, shape, or form. I don't think you can keep Kenny in the building if you bring in a guy like Russell or a guy like. But the thing is, you can't go from starting a rookie quarterback to benching him with plans to restart him again. I can't. I can't think of an instance where that's
1: happened. It's facts, but he is thirty-five. Yeah, he's old, and he kind of has the same build to Kenny. Well, they bring him in for a freaking year. Sign him to a one-year deal, so Kenny watch him, learn from him. I've just never learned this new. I've system. just never
0: seen or heard of a situation where that worked. Yeah, me either, but. Like look at Zach Wilson. I mean, he w- he didn't like he didn't really like uh you know he came back because of the injury. It wasn't like Rogers. You know, s- mm. played anything really. But he that w- that was a failure, and I'd say that's similar to what we're thinking here. He started, got benched, and then he had to start again. But that really that, that was good. a little different. Was, I,
1: Kenny's a little different. Zach Wilson.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he is, he is, he is. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, think, I, I, I think if we bring somebody in with a name, we just got to get rid of Kenny.
1: I, I'm not out on Kenny at all yet. I'm not out on if you've doing this stuff either. But I also feel like whoever's starting – whoever, if we go and get someone, I'm going to be hyped about it. If we go get Russell Wilson, I'll be hyped about it. If we go get Justin Fields and do what I think I suggested last week, which is like the have uh, Kenny and Justin duke it out. And see who gets the starting spot and have the other one there as backup. It would be fun to just fuck over the Bears in a trade again. Yeah, and him just come and kill it.
2: He's sick. <laughs> and then-
1: and I, I think the only way you the only way you bring in bring Mason back and Kenny back, you have to go out and get... I wouldn't draft a third quarterback. Okay. I would go out and get like Tannehill. Yeah. Make Tanhill the match.
0: I don't know. I, it, it's going to be one of these things I'm just going to watch and see what we do and try to support it.
1: Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at. I am too. But, uh, we have the defense, we, we have do. the skill positions, we have a new offensive coordinator. We cut, uh, Okafor mm-hmm. on our line. So I, you know, we're going to use our first round pick as long as we keep it. Yeah. To draft another lineman. And last year, Broder Jones was great. Mm hmm. Made um, some cool week cuts. We know we're going to look for a new center. Yeah, probably free agency for that. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, we have the pieces. We just need the extra wow factor. We need to have good free agency.
0: Yeah. Um. All right. Next up. NFL increases the salary cap to 255.4 million per team for the 2024 regular season. Big bucks going around.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, now over to uh, criminals. That's fun. Criminals. Hmm. We got Richard Sherman arrested for suspicion of a DUI Saturday morning.
1: Saturday morning?
0: Yes, past Saturday morning.
1: So what, do you have the whole story? Like, is it, was he drunk the night before? Um, Or or was he drunk
0: or was he high? It seemed like the whole thing was kind of under wraps. Maybe it's because he's an analyst. But I think it would be the most hilarious thing ever if Michael Crabtree was the cop that pulled him over. Damn. Yeah, that that that'd be rough for Michael Crabtree if he was a cop, <laughs> but that would be like the all time like retribution. Yeah. <laughs> and then next up, uh, Chief Superfan, known as Chief Saholic, pled guilty to bank robbery and money laundering.
1: Yeah, they finally called him. <laughs> he, he dude, all last football season, he was on the lam. He was. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why we never talked about it before, but the, the he the story of him bank robbing. Yeah came out like towards the beginning of last football season Mm -hmm. but no one knew where he was (laughs) like he was on the lam (laughs) like running from cops and shit that's great that's electric uh and then dipping into the free agency news
0: the updates coming uh reminder the franchise tag deadline is i think march 5th so it's coming up fastly approaching here some teams are already making decisions we had uh Colts GM intends to keep wide receiver Michael Pittman with either the extension or a franchise tag, so it looks like he'll be remaining in Indianapolis. Smart. Yeah, definitely smart. They had a good team going last year until Richardson got hurt.
1: And even after Richardson got hurt, they were like frisky.
0: Yeah, and they, also, the like, they were also doing well with Richardson without Taylor because Taylor was out those first four weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, then Jets GM Joe Douglas says that the team has given Zach Wilson permission to seek a trade. Okay. Who's buying
1: him? No one? Absolutely no one. No, I mean, I'll take him as a backup. <sighs> I have a quarterback room of Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, and Kenny. <laughs> just all the first-round picks that didn't pan out the way everyone wanted. So just get them all. God. I think you should just go to the CFL. He, be, he will get a backup job. And a backup, and a backup job for the NFL makes a whole lot money, more money than a starting job in the CFL. Yeah. So if, so I I mean he's just going to have to be Zach Moran. But like if I'm Zach, I'm I'd probably unless you're going to get like the Chiefs
0: backup job or something, just stick with the Jets. Like yeah, yeah, they ripped your soul out, but it's probably the best shot you have at a Super Bowl. Yeah,
1: I mean I I would. Like I would, I would not leave the yeah, Jets. That. But like if I if Unless the- you can get a starting job, He's not gonna it, He's not. He's, he's not. gonna he's gonna have to accept the backup role and just take whatever money backup role pays the most. Like I would be I would cool rather
0: yeah, like I would rather stay in New York as a backup, you know, not have to move my shit, get to stay like keep everything I got going on, instead of like going to be a backup for like Carolina. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Or like Tampa Bay.
0: Yeah, but I would also be a backup
1: to like Miami or any six cities to go to. True, true. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, like where there was no income tax. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, yeah, if you, it, I think being a backup is not a bad move. Colt McCoy, has twelve years in the NFL known backup. Yeah, 12, uh, $24.2 dollars. That's nice. That's that's, nice. Not, that, that's what I mean. Like that's a lot more than mm-hmm. a CFL job.
0: And uh, then Chiefs Grant cornerback Ladarius Ladarius Sneed permission to sneak seek a trade. So that's a big name going to be floating around the trade market. Yeah. I,
1: I saw the other day. Obviously, this is more updated since I just saw it, but mm-hmm. I saw the other day that like the Chiefs were like, going to throw everything at him, try to keep him. No way. And now they're just granting permission to leave because
0: <laughs> they gave everything to Chris Jones.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: <laughs> and then uh Buccaneers are releasing two time Pro Bowl outer linebacker uh, Shaq Barrett. Nice. be Nice. Lurs. Be nice. Uh, and then the Bengals playing on franchise tagging wide receiver T. Higgins. So yeah. he'll probably remain with the Bengals. And the Dolphins release quarterback, uh, cornerback Xavier Z- Howard. Actually, hilarious. That'd be sick. That'd be awesome. Yeah. We love washed up corners. Yeah. And
1: like him. Mean, he's not that bad. <laughs> no, he's not. I feel he's like not. him and Minka are cool. Probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah, That'd be all right. Yeah. So him, JPJ, Minka, Patty Peets. Patty Peets in the rotation there. Mm hmm. Be cool.
0: Uh, But, yeah, that's uh, all I have for NFL. Hmm. Slow season.
1: Do I have anything else for NFL? You know what? I don't think I do.
0: All right. Let's get an NBA. All right. right. Later, he gets the rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite.
1: All right. NBA. Yeah. Um, Your Knicks came
0: back a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of sad when they were getting beat so bad that they're showing, like, 11-0 run in the last four minutes and and 7-2 run in the last six. And you realize Steph
1: Curry's been on the bench. And
0: they're they're still down 10 points.
1: Yeah, (laughs) and Steph Curry's been out for the whole second quarter. Yeah, yeah. I think he just came back in. Yeah, it's going to be a big loss. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Um, Well, actually, the first thing I have here is Warriors-related. So, injury report. Okay. Chris Paul came back. Uh, last night or the night before, from seven week absence. Damn. Yeah. Um. First game, he had nine points. He had he had decent. Like, he had his and what his season's doing. He reached off his averages. Like nine points, five assists, six. Okay. Assists. Yeah, just
0: washed up, Chris Paul. Numbers. Yeah, and tonight
1: he's he has six points. He's just chilling. Okay. Um. So not a crazy. Uh, addition for the Warriors there. Uh, next. Uh, lollipop man is out four weeks with a finger injury. Yeah. Did you see his cringe photo from the hospital? No, I'm about to look it up right now. <laughs> he's doing
0: like the, like the, uh, what's up like pose, but he's in a oh, cast. no. <laughs> it's bad. Right,
1: it's very good. Very cringe. Oh man. Trey young. What a bum. I, I literally just Twitter searched. Trey Young and the first thing was Trey Young is good. No, he's not. I mean, he is, but
0: <laughs> like he—he's he, a—he's a talented player that has a very big ego for what he's actually capable of.
1: Exactly. Uh that's.
0: Yeah. 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 Hey,
1: what's up, man? Just hey, what's happening, man? <laughs> live from the hospital. Dude, this, this first picture I saw from the hospital just got done with surgery. was like his parents sitting with him and his dad put his head on his shoulder. Like, he looks like he's dead. <laughs> he literally looks, he's, it looks like his parents are like mourning his death. It's like, bro, you got wait, what did he get surgery. hurt with again? A broken finger. <laughs> <laughs> he had a broken finger and he's got surgery for it. And, it, and there, look at this picture again. Now that you know, that. <laughs> look, it look, it looks so somber.
2: Does it look like he died?
0: Dude, it looks like he's in a coma. It
1: looks like his, his, <laughs> his dad has like <laughs> hand on his shoulder, like looking down, like it's okay, son. I'm here. <laughs> oh, I hate him <laughs> so much. <laughs> I don't even know why my hate. I wonder. I
0: wonder if he went to the hospital and they're like, "All right, you can just sit right here." It's like, "Well, can I get a bed?" Yeah. No, like, you you have a broken figure You don't need a bed. It's like, well, yeah, but we're gonna <laughs> take pictures. We we put a bandaid on you. <laughs> Your stitches will be healed
1: in three days. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, bud, you, we're going to put a little one of those little finger metal things on your finger <laughs> yeah, and call it a day. <laughs> um, God. Yeah, no. That was All right. softy. Yeah. A lollipop. Um, the last major injury, obviously there's injuries where it's like, out, a game here, a game mm-hmm. there. Uh, But no, the last major injury, the Bulls lose Patrick Williams for the year with a foot injury. Oof. But it doesn't matter. The Bulls are bad. Yeah. Yeah, Bulls are down bad. Yeah, the Bulls are bad. It doesn't matter.
0: OG's coming back in a couple of weeks.
1: OG. Yeah. Yeah. OG's still out. Randall's still out. Randall's, I think, supposed to come back soon, too. Mm-hmm. Which I'll get that at the power rankings, but the Knicks need one or both of them back. Yeah. The Their way. record without at least one of them is, like, bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, that, that, that's, what, that's, like, the missing piece for them right now. Um all right, headlines. I didn't see Player of the Week this week. Uh Luca Donch is from the West. Wait, actually you know what? I do think it is. No.
0: And then Jimmy Butler from the East.
1: Yeah, I don't have anything. Well honorary honorary West and East. And that's let's look real quick. NBA player of the week. it's a NBA award, so it should pop up. It's not just a score, does it?
0: I mean Luca's been on fire, so I'm gonna be cool with giving it to him, and then yeah, Jimmy, uh, yeah, Bo- yeah, Jimmy Butler. We'll
1: and he's use yours
0: as a fire. guess here. What if we called it? What if we spoke it into existence? They, they
1: haven't done it since the ulcer Break, actually. So yeah, they don't one have one. one. So we'll do that. All right, cool. Jimmy Butler, or Luca. That's a good. That's a good guess. A good one. Um, to get over to headlines. It was with Complex, so I don't know what podcast it is, mm-hmm. but I saw the Complex logo in the middle of like the, on the corner of the uh, video. Okay. But it was like a sit down with CP3 and D Wade. Oh. And they were talking about how during the LeBron's era in Miami. Yeah. The, uh, Pat Riley almost had a deal for Chris Paul. Damn. To, be, to come over. So it'd be a D Wade, Chris Paul, and LeBron Jesus. and Bosch. Um, but th- they said this like in a joking manner. Like, I don't know how true this is. But they both claimed the reason that the deal never went through is because uh, Pat Riley didn't want to have the debate of who's going to wear number three. <laughs> <clears throat> and then like, and then Chris Paul's like, bro, my name is literally CP3. Like, you would have to give me three. And D-Wade's like, I was there first. Screw you. <laughs> and then Chris Paul says, I'm like, you're older than me. You could be like 33. <laughs> like, it was like a whole back and forth. Yeah. And it, I thought it was funny because they were like, the reason that team never happened is because. Just over a number. They didn't know who was going to be number three. Yeah. <laughs> but sh- looking back at Chris Pat Paul Riley probably Riley,
0: probably did some slash shit. He probably asked them each, like, what number would you want to be? And they both said three. And he was like, that's going to be a problem. We're not <laughs> to pull the
1: plug. Just get out of there. Yeah. Yeah. No, realistically, probably the deal didn't. They just didn't get back what they wanted, but. um. I guess he was at the.
0: I love hearing about teams CP three could have gone to
1: and didn't. I know. <laughs> well, the, 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 that all started because like we all heard about the Laker trade, like Laker trade who got that got uh the Kibosh. Like, we, no one ever talks about the Heat trade they got Kibosh. Mm-hmm. It's all because number three. Uh, but I'm, I'm sure back at like looking back at it in hindsight, Chris Paul would have easily switched another number to get a ring because he's not gonna get a ring. Yeah, he probably won't. This is only chance, really. Um. All right. Next headline. So sorry. I have a lot of screenshots. You'll. See, I'll be on my phone a lot here. Um, Monty Williams. Yeah, he's a bum. Livid, livid. He's a bum about the no call at the end of the Knicks Pistons game last week. Um, that was very egregious. What? The no call.
0: No, I know, but I like the Knicks, so.
1: Yeah. No, I get it. Fuck them. So you have to stand by. You have to stand by your guys. But who was it? Um, every every team... Wait, was it Dante?
0: Every team has a call like that where it happens against them.
1: Was it Dante who
0: committed the foul? If it's playoffs, I can understand the, you know, I feel for you. But like it's regular season, bud. Relax.
1: But that was so egregious. Mm-hmm. It was okay. So, to paint the picture for everyone listening. Uh, end of the game. Pistons have a chance to beat the Knicks. Uh, a couple shots go up. Missed. Nick being offensive rebounds. There's loose balls left and right. There's a loose ball. Uh, there's a people, uh, a sheer Thompson. Did I say his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think Dante DiFincenzo were both going for a loose ball. Uh, and Thompson's about to get it. And DiFincenzo basically form tackled him. <laughs> like straight up form tackled him to the ground, popped up, grabbed the ball, and went. No call at all. It was a fumble. No call at all. It was a strip set. Yeah. It, it was bad. And then the the Knicks ended up, I think, getting Josh Hart the ball, and he put it in a layup and won yeah. the game. Um, after the game, it's Monte right. Williams. The refs, the refs just thought they, swa- they swapped sports real quick. <laughs> they were like, it's,
0: it's I saw someone said
1: uh, Tom Thibodeau has the New York Knicks playing like the 90s Knicks where, there's, <laughs> where they're there's taking people out left and right. Yeah. Um, but after the game, Monte Williams, in front of reporters, said, the absolute worst call of the season, no call. Uh, enough's enough we've done it right we've done it the right way we've called the league we've sent in clips we're sick of hearing the same stuff over and over again we had a chance to win the game and a guy dove into Thompson's legs there's a no call that's an abomination you can't miss that in an NBA game period and I'm tired of talking about it. I'm tired of our guys asking me what more can we do coach <laughs> Um, the 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 uh, refs did say after the game our bad yeah, yeah, that's typical. And like, the, like, yeah, the ref should never say that. Yeah, yeah. The ref should just stand by their call. We're sorry. Yeah, they should stand by their call and just be like douchey about it. Like, no, fuck you. That's the call we made. <laughs> that's the call we're doing. Screw you. But they, like, I think that'd be better for teams in the like on the uh, other end of those kind of calls. You know, if mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, fine, whatever. Yeah, I thought it was pretty funny, and I kind of wanted to see what you had to think about that. And I figured you'd take the stance you did, so. All right. No no, no, no surprise there. All right, bud. I would have done the same. Uh, Next, Steve Kerr signed a record two-year, $35 million extension with the Warriors. Yeah, they like to keep their boys. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, Next, the Clippers are preparing for a full rebrand. New logo, new courts, new jerseys, everything. This is also coming with the new arena that they're building. They're no longer after the season to be sharing with maybe maybe it's next season even. Um they're not gonna be in the crypto uh center anymore, so they're doing a full rebrand of everything. They made a rebrand recently, somewhat recently already, when Steve Ballmer took over from Sterling. Um but have you did you see all everything? I saw the logo. Did you see the logo, the courts, the jerseys? Um the jerseys are sick. The okay, jerseys okay, are the best part. Let me see the jerseys. They're the jerseys. They're the sick. that's the best part. I really Eh. like the red jerseys a lot. It's plain, but yeah. Yeah, but sometimes less is more, you know? Yeah. Like, I think those are... I think the Los Angeles, the red, is sweet. Less is more. That looks like a retro look. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Um, The logo, however, I dislike. Yeah. Uh, It is literally a giant clipper ship that has a basketball in the front of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, for what they are, it's all clippers, right. Yeah, but it's
0: just it's it's tough when you have like a shitty team name. Yeah, <laughs> like they're they're better off getting like a barber. Yeah, like a barber with clippers and being like, all right,
1: yeah, we're the Clippers. Clippers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I I like the rebrand for most of the stuff, but the logo just doesn't look like there's a C in it, a basketball in it. I don't know. That looks like a cruise line. Logo it looks like carnival cruises,
0: yeah, it does look like a cruise line actually it
1: it kind of looks like the Seattle Mariners logo. I get that with like the color yeah ring and then a couple yeah, a points in the middle. Yeah, I don't like, every, know. everybody's doing that, I feel like yeah. like a crest more than a logo, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't love the logo, I love the jerseys, like I said, the jerseys are like a very simple. Throw a back look, and the Clippers are in script. L.A. is in script. Yeah, I'm just not a
0: fan of red and blue teams. I,
1: I mean, it's red, white, and blue. So I guess New yeah, League it's America. just
0: so many though. You like America? No, nah, I mean it's just so many. I really name more. Name name three. Um, <laughs> I mean, the so I'm just <laughs> Wizards, exactly. the Patriots, the Pistons, the Pistons, um, the Texans, Red Sox. Red Sox, it, it, I'm just I'm I'm over it. You know, like I mean, I know there's only so many colors to work with, but you just see so many of them, it just gets. There saturized. has to be more. Just gets saturated to a point.
2: Yeah.
1: No, I'm stuck on this because they all kind of Texas do,
0: Rangers, yeah, like they all kind of do the same, like Washington Capitals jerseys, though. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like they're all kind of the same style and shit. Mm-hmm. Like they don't, like oh, the the alternates are red and the homes are b- navy blue, like cool, dude.
1: <laughs> I I I see, I see your point. I disagree with that because I also feel like the teams we named none of them have jerseys that look like this. They're all overcomp like the Wizards have like like different sections of the jerseys broken off into colors. Yeah, I is lame. Like, <clears throat> um. The Pistons, I don't know what they do. <laughs> they They're best. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what they, they do. They just
0: complained about the refs.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But, yeah. okay, right. We'll move on. Clippers rebrand. Everyone listening, if you don't know what we're talking about, look it up. Uh, next, there's a couple fights in the NBA this yeah. weekend. Uh, the first one was the Warriors versus Grinsley, something like that. I don't remember. It wasn't that it wasn't that real, so I didn't even really note it. Like, there's just like how to get separated, and that was it. But the big one, the full-on brawl, was Miami Heat versus New Orleans Pelicans. Um, if you missed it, how it all started was uh, Zion Williamson went up for well for like a layup. Uh, Kevin Love fouled him and ended up like grabbing him. Mm-hmm. before he fell to the ground. Yeah. yeah. Najee Marshall from the Pelicans thought that was all over the top, whenever necessary. So he came in out of nowhere and shoved Kevin Love. Well, the Heat, they don't fuck around when people go after their, their teammates. <clears throat> so Jimmy Butler came running over and got into it with him. Najee Marshall ended up grabbing Jimmy Butler by the throat, <laughs> and then everything exploded. Everyone's getting in these fights. It immediately blew up. People ran from the benches and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Full on brawl. The next morning, my buddy Cody Farkas, who we reference on the pod a lot, texted me and asked me what I thought about it. And I said I freaking love it because it, just the Heat are such a like tight group that like is ride or die. Yeah. The second they saw someone go after Kevin Love, the whole squad is ready to go. Yeah, it's it cool It's
0: like a newer player like Kevin Love. Like, oh yeah, like a new team. Who's only,
1: yeah, he's been here for not even, like a full calendar year. That's mm. it. That um, no, is great. So. Because of the fight, there were some suspensions. Um, Naji Marshall and Jose Alv- uh, Alvarado from the Pelicans both got suspended, and from the Heat, Thomas Bryant, Nikola and Jimmy Butler all got suspended. Um, during the game, they were suspended. The Heat ended up winning. They played the uh, Kings. The Heat won, but it's a road trip, so those two were able to w- went on the road trip with them because they played the next night in Portland. <laughs> um, so while they were suspended for that game. Uh, you probably saw this, but Jimmy Butler took Thomas Bryant and Nikolaj Jovich out to dinner. Yeah, and they had a little. They, he called it a Miami Heat watch party, and like someone, like was, like someone from the team was filming them basically, and it was like them all watching a TV. Jimmy Butler was like, "Let's go Heat!" They're they're all wearing Heat gear. Like I had to tell like, they they were just he's like a fan for the night. It would have been funny if they like wore their whole like uniform out to like dinner, yeah. out to like a uh, yeah. Carrabas over mm. in somewhere. Um, no, it was very funny, though. Uh, yeah, Jimmy Butler took those two out to dinner and was like chanting, Let's Go Heat. He looked at Nikolai at one point and said, What's it in Serbian? Like, what's Let's Go Heat in Serbian? Mm-hmm. And he was like, Ida Heat. And Jimmy Butler thought this way. he was like, Ida Heat. <laughs> it was very funny. Um, but, but the funniest part about the whole thing, I think, is the second the game was over, they asked Zion about it. And Zion was like, Yeah, Kevin Love was just trying to like make sure I didn't get hurt. <laughs> like, I, I, like that was not, everybody lost their freaking mind. Yeah. He's like, that was not a hard foul. That yeah. was, he grabbed me so I didn't hurt myself. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was funny because the whole thing was for nothing. Yeah. Essentially. Uh, next, Carmelo Anthony, I'm sorry, Kevin Durant passes Carmelo Anthony in the all time scoring list. Okay. So he is currently sitting at number nine. He is at 28,000. He's, 300 points exactly from the next person out, which is Shaquille O'Neal. Okay. So, he, he's working his way up. Um, I was going to ask you trivia for it, because, but we do this every time someone moves on this list. Mm-hmm. So, I'll just list it off once again. LeBron's number one still. Then Kareem, then Carmelone, then Kobe, then Michael, then Dirk, then Wilt, then Shaq, then KD, then Melo. So, Kevin Durant's at 20000 LeBron's at 39000 And going to be getting uh forty thousand in here soon. Like all the sports book keep throwing bets every night like do you is LeBron gonna break 40,000? <laughs> but he's like a hundred and forty way. Yeah, yeah. So it's wild. Um next Pat Beverly. This is something from his podcast that uh people were talking about so I thought I'd note it. Uh he went on his podcast and said that his favorite ref is Scott Foster. The ref that everybody hates. Yeah. Pat Beverly, like, that's my favorite guy. I really? love that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah, he said something like, "Uh, the ref. He said Scott Foster is one of the only refs that can like tell if I'm being like trying to be sarcastic or not. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm like saying some like shit to him. Okay. Like he knows when guess, he's fucking he, around. He's just fucking around, or he's not being that serious. Like let's not worry about it. Yeah, that, um, that is good. And then he also pointed out that there's a there's a moment recently. Uh, they called a eight second violation on uh." What's yance's little brother's name? The Okay. And he said, uh like and everyone's kinda like, Why'd you call that? But from the bench, Pat Bev yelled, Hey Scott, don't make me call Chris Paul in your ass. <laughs> uh and then uh Scott Foster responded, uh, Pat, Chris Paul ain't got your number. <laughs> Cause they both have like beef with Chris Paul. They both mm-hmm. do, so that was kind of funny. And then, then they went on to say, like, uh, my enemy, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, essentially. Okay. And uh, Powell said uh about Scott Foster, like he knows what the fuck is going on. Scott's my favorite ref. I love how you call how he calls the game. I say some shit, tech me, but you know I'm being disrespect. Uh, but you know if I'm being disrespectful, you know if I'm use a curse word, you can feel if I'm being disrespectful. I don't know. That's a that's a quote. But regardless, I thought it's funny. that Pat Beverly thought the worst ref in the league is his favorite. All right. The last headline before power rankings is Victor Webb and Yama uh, had a five by five game, which is apparently very super rare. Mm-hmm. What a five by five is uh, is you have five at least five points. You get you have at least five of something in every category. Yeah, five yeah. points, five rebounds, five assists, <clears throat> five steals, five blocks. The he had it the other night. Uh, he had twenty seven points, ten rebounds, eight assists. Five steals and five blocks. The last person to have it before him was Yusuf Nurkic in 2019, so five years ago. Okay, so that's how rare it is. every it's like every five years you get someone doing it. But but the list of people who recent years did it was him, Nurkic, Anthony Davis, Draymond Green, Nicholas Batum, AK forty seven. There's a six year gap between Batum and him. Uh, but yeah, right. Vlade Divok. AK forty
0: seven,
1: Mm-hmm. hell of a shooter, literally. Uh, Karolenko, for those who don't know who AK 47 is, uh, but he, Akeem one's like the Wilt Champion of the Stat. Line. He, he's, like, he's like a million times on here. All right, but that's kind of cool. Wemby is getting uh, more history. All right, Power Rankings ready? Yeah, number one, Celtics, of course. of course. I, I hate them. the seas, there's not moving. I hate them. Number two, the Thunder. They continue to be dominant, and SJ is making a case for MVP, while Chet is making a case for Rookie of the Year. Uh, on Sunday, Chet became the first player in NBA history to have 150 blocks, 150 assists, and 100 May 3s in one season.
0: Yeah, it's been a while.
1: Yeah. The other people in this in this group is Brook Lopez. He did it three times. JJJ did it twice. Our boy. And Rafe LaFrance. LaFront. France. I don't know. L A F R E N T Z. La France. Yeah. I never heard of him in my life. Yeah, me neither. But But yeah, he did Just once. a bit. Yeah, whatever. But that's cool. That's cool. He's killing it. Number three, I'm going to Timberwolves. Timberwolves continue to be the best defense in the league. They held the Nets to eighty six points last week. Uh and it was the NBA's best six times. They allowed ninety points or fewer in a game this season. Yeah, that's sick. Number four, the Cavs. They're number two in the East right now, and they're seven and three in the last ten. Lately the Cavs be getting a lot of offensive help from Jarrett Allen, mm-hmm. which is good because if you keep that moving into the playoffs, that really helps stretch the floor out. Makes it more dynamic. And then also Max Struce had a sick buzzer beater the other night. Yeah, I saw that. That was cool. And did you see the uh Mavericks player who scored it before him like celebrating like they he won the game? Mm-hmm. And Luke was like, Get back on defense. And then <laughs> that's when Struce hit the shot. That's funny. Uh number five, the Nuggets. Going into the All Star break, the Nuggets were on a three game losing streak. Since the All Star break, they've been on a three game win streak. All three of those wins, Joker had a triple double in, and he's averaging twenty seven point three points, sixteen point six boards, and fifteen assists. That's crazy. I mean, they're just getting ready. Yeah, same as locking down. For we'll get playoffs. that. We'll get to another team later down this list, but like, yeah, it's just some that's time of year people turn it on. Mm-hmm. Number six, the Clippers. Paul George is day to day right now with some knee soreness, but the Clippers. Uh, just have figured it out with Kawhi Harden and PG-13. With that being said, they're 6-4 in the last 10, alternating wins and losses. Uh, this is a good stretch they have coming up to just keep resting for the playoffs because they have, like, the Hornets twice, the Bulls once. Yeah. Like they have, yeah. They have a couple easy games coming down where, Paul George, take all your time you need for the knee.
0: Yeah, but they kind of got smoked by LeBron the fourth last night. Yeah, but
1: other than that, that would have
0: been good. Who cares? That's not going to affect their playoff spot. No, yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah. Um, that's just like a morale loss, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It's a tough team to lose, too, for them. It's just like the rival.
1: Yeah, and that was the last time they played all the season. Ah, uh, damn. Yeah, like, but Paul George didn't play, I don't think. Uh, number seven, the Bucks. They came back from the break and ripped off a three-game win streak. Mm. Doc now is still six and seven. He still hasn't made over 500 in the Bucks, his Bucks' Jesus. record. Um, but they do have... Oh, wait. Sorry, I read the... I read this this stretch wrong. I read the Bucks stretch for the Clippers. The Clippers have a hard stretch coming up. <laughs> uh, okay, what do they have mean? the Timberwolves, <clears throat> the Lakers last night, <throat> the Timberwolves, and uh, the Bucks coming up. Okay, and then the Bucks are the ones where they played Hornets back to back, and they had the Bulls. Mm-hmm. So I read that wrong because I like jumped ahead. So in. Doc might be over five hundred. Five hundred in this Bucks career, real shortly here. Uh, number eight, I have the Miami Heat. They've been hot lately, currently 8-2 and two in the last 10. Uh, they're on a five-game win streak, and they're sitting fifth in the East. Jimmy Butler even said in an interview after the, a game that this time of year he's got to turn it on, and that's what they're going to do. Yeah, that's every year. That's yeah. what they do. Yeah, I, I saw a very funny graphic. I think I posted it on either our story or my story mm-hmm. of just uh, from October to like or February. It's like, Jimmy Butler, does he even care about basketball? He, <laughs> yeah. he doesn't do anything. From late February to April, MVP, Jim VP. Jim VP yeah. And then uh, playoffs. It's like, oh my God, this is second coming from Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> that's very, it's a very funny graph. And then like Media Day. Yeah. No, did you see, <laughs> of people, did you see him in the Fall Out Boy? No. Nah, the newest uh, Fall Out Boy song? Uh, they, they brought back Emo Jimmy for it. Wow. That's they great. gave him back they, they did his nails again. They did his hair and they dressed him like a rhinestone cowboy. And he was just like <laughs> in the video dancing. Jeez. I it's very funny. Nice. Uh, number nine, the Knicks. I said it before, but they they struggle without OG and Randall in the lineup. Uh, but I think as soon as one of them are back, they'll get back to where they were. Nice. And finally, number 10, the Dallas Mavericks. Lucas playing unreal right now, leading the NBA with points per game, which is 34 and a half. He just turned 25 on Wednesday. And only KD and LeBron had more points scored before twenty five, th- before turning twenty five, than Luca. He has ten thousand eight hundred twenty five points so far in his career. Jesus, he just turned twenty five. Yeah, crazy and to think because, he's a monster, dude. Yeah, it's great So, wait, like, he got drafted when he's eighteen. Mm-hmm. So he's been in the league for what seven years? Yeah. So when he's in the league for fourteen years, he'll be looking at like twenty two thousand points, which is like <laughs> right outside the top ten mm-hmm. for most points ever. Right? Yeah. But KD is twenty eight. He's, so he's gonna finish top ten scoring. All yeah, time. he's gonna be sad, easily, dude. Yeah. If he plays for twenty years, he might be like top five score. I love Luca. I do too. I I don't have any issues with Luca. I like him a lot. But that's all I had for NBA. Unless you had something else you wanted to add. Anything um. To nah. All right. Let's go Heat.
0: Let's go next.
1: Let's go Clippers just to make it the Western Conference Finals. All right. <laughs> what? <laughs> They're going to choke. They're going to choke. I just, like, I just like being right. I don't even like the Clippers. <laughs> I just said that to you. You were very adamant against it, so now I'm like, heels dug in the ground. Like, no, they're going to be good. I've just watched the Clippers
0: fumble the bag for so long.
1: They never had James Harden on the team. Yeah, but they J- never had
0: healthy. I don't Kawhi like James Harden. George. Yeah, but I don't like James Harden. I like Paul George and Quad though. Yeah, but they
1: have never been healthy, really, on a playoff run. Yeah. Huh? They stay healthy. They have James Harden, which
0: is working for them a lot. I, I I I would just be happier if James Harden didn't win a title.
1: Yeah, the Clippers aren't going to win a title. Mm. Oh, you're switching on now. You want to switch? No, no, no I'm just saying, like, the if they a title. yeah, I'm, but like if, if they if they have
0: the caliber of making it to the Western Conference Finals, I think they have yeah, the caliber of winning a title.
1: Nuggets, maybe. And if they somehow win the Western Conference Finals, they're going to most likely lose to the Heat in the, the finals, <laughs> yeah true That's right. or the Celtics or the Vox <laughs> or the Knicks. no all <laughs> right let's take it over to uh, pop culture yeah so I take the tank fly it right up to the general's palace drop it at his feet I'm like boom
0: you looking for this all right popping with culture pop pop movies the Naked Gun remake they're doing with Liam Neeson's coming out in July next year.
1: i only like this movie if it's an all-woman writing room and a woman director and woman producer. Like, all
0: remakes in Hollywood. No, I think it'll be all right. No, no, I'm, I'm just, I, I that Liam Neeson's low-key
1: funny as shit. He is, and he has the dry sense of humor mm-hmm. that was like, prevalent in the first one. Yeah, the yeah. the originals. Mm-hmm, Forget mm-hmm. that actor's name, but he's in Airplane too.
0: Uh Leslie Nielsen? Yeah, you're, yeah. yeah that's it.
1: He 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 did the perfect like dry humor, like quick thing mm-hmm. and Lee Neeson can fit that perfectly. I'm for it. Um I am worried about like the writing though, because I feel like a lot of comedy movies recently have not been great.
0: Yeah, didn't he drop the first like Shirley you can't be serious? I am serious. And my name's yeah, not Shirley. An airplane. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: he's
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, funny.
1: The, the, the airplane's best. I love mm-hmm. airplane. But the you know, Naked Gun movies are always great. My favorite Naked Gun movie scenes is the uh, when he's being the umpire, mm-hmm. and he's going to say strike, yeah. and everyone goes crazy. And then by the end, he's like doing like the moonwalk, like mm-hmm. Steve Reich. Um, I also think they have to bring OJ Simpson back. Oh,
0: they <laughs> have to. He's he's one of the best characters oh, in those movies.
1: Man. He's just a guy who just got hurt all the time. You might be able to get away with it. I don't know. If it was a small cameo yeah. of him just getting hurt. Yeah, yeah. Like he did. In the, like I think you could do it. Oh, man. That's tough, though. I don't know if they have the balls to do that. I don't think. I, I really don't think they would. I think they could, but I don't think they will. You could, and it'd be
0: successful. I don't yeah. think you'd get a lot of backlash for that.
1: I don't think so, either, at this point.
0: As long as he's not, like, a main character. Yeah, if he's just, like, a, a in it cameo. for a three-second yeah. cameo,
1: mm-hmm. and it's him, like... yeah. Getting a shot you can pull it off easily. I think you can do it.
3: <laughs> and I think they
1: have to do it. They're not going to, but yeah. they should.
0: Um then they also announced they're doing the uh second Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Mutant Mayhem movie. It's confirmed for October of twenty twenty six. I like the first one, so I'm fine with it. Yeah, I still gotta watch it. I just don't I, like, par- I don't I, it. It. I don't have Paramount Plus, so Yeah, I liked it a lot. Second I see it somewhere I'll probably watch it. Um It was probably not leaving Paramount Plus. Yeah, probably not. Just get a free trial. Watch it. Watch other stuff on it. The end. I'll probably just pull up a streaming site or something. Yeah. Pirate it. Uh, and then you won't care about this, but they're doing a live action Naruto movie. <laughs> they got the director of Shang-Chi to write and direct it. And it's probably going to be ass.
1: Shang-Chi was good, though.
0: Yeah, but the, the anime movie is not going to be good. Live action animes don't really pan out well. That's true. Um, but that's all I have for movies outside of dune coming out tomorrow Mm -hmm. and if you don't like dune part two then you're probably an asshole yeah right Mm. that's the vibe i'm getting (laughs) like i mean i know it's a good movie like you you can tell it's like a good movie because everyone's talking about it but like it's one of those things, like, I feel like everybody's just saying, like, holy fucking shit, this is the best movie I've ever seen in my entire yeah. life. And it's like, I don't know if I buy that, nor do I want to go into the movie with that kind of hype.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what it opened up is the highest opening score for IMDb. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Like, that's going kind to of bounce out, but it looks so
0: good. It does look good. And I'll probably, I don't think I'm going to check it out, like, the first
1: weekend just because. I don't really know
0: if I want to sit in a crowded theater for a three-hour movie.
1: I agree with that because I liked I liked Dune 1. I didn't like it enough for, like, to go see it, midnight premiere. Well, because
0: Dune 1 came out when it was, like, the whole straight saw, to HBO Max thing, wasn't it? Yeah, you can see it in
1: theaters or you can watch HBO Max uh, okay. because it was right in the tail end of COVID. Yeah. Where they did open theaters again, mm-hmm. but they're like, we know some theaters are still closed. Gotcha. So here's hey, you probably had the space seating, too. I remember they did I, they did it, like, right. like They did a good mm-hmm. job where it's like, we, we prefer you to go see it in theaters, but... We don't want to withhold this from certain people. So yeah. Everyone can watch it. They have HBO Max. I watched it on HBO Max. I watched it on HBO Max on my phone. Yeah. Yeah. And on now, phone. I, on my phone. So I kind of
0: wish I was like. Oh, you slapped them in the face. Yeah. <laughs> I, I watched it on TV.
1: I watched it on my phone at work. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it on my phone. I, I probably, loved it. <laughs> I, I, I did. Which actually, that probably was the reason I loved it more. Because the slow parts I probably didn't really care about. Because Yeah, yeah.
0: Because you're just doing work. That's true. Yeah, I'll probably watch Dune one again and then I'll go check out Dune two.
1: Yeah, dude, I slapped
0: cinema in the face. <laughs> you did. Dude, they literally had targeted ads in the uh in like the like whenever COVID was right done and they uh had the whole like trailer at the movies where like they showed the really small screen with like Tom Cruise for <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. uh Mission Impossible and they're like everything's bigger in theaters and like <laughs> you were just watching on this
1: little I'm watching like this <laughs> cinematic masterpiece of Dune. <laughs> On my on my iPhone ten. That nah, I respect it. Yeah, I mean I just, I liked it, and so I'm gonna definitely watch this one in theaters. They got me. Yeah, yeah.
0: But, all right. Anything else for movies though?
1: Yes. Yeah. I I just Google search it to get some of the details correct, but um, Sam Mendes. Yeah. Director of hit movies like 1917 and what else he do. Regardless, he is making a uh, four movies. All released in 2027 mm-hmm. in each movie. It's all for Cal. I'm, I'm trying to like build up to like this big, grandiose thing. He's making Beatles movies. Yeah. So, so the Beatles families and Ringo and Paul all signed off on their rights, their mm-hmm. life stuff. So the actual Beatles in their families are in on this. Okay. It's a Sony production, which is, that's the only red flag I see about this whole thing, but it's Sony in partners with Apple. Okay. And the Beatles, like I said, they sign everything away and look like producers and stuff on it. But it's four different Beatles movies. Each movie is focusing on a different Beatle. So Ringo will have a movie. George will have a movie. Paul will have a movie. And John will have a movie. Nice. And they're all going to be the same actors in all of them. They're all being shot at the same time. Mm -hmm. And each movie is going to just focus on the same story, but from each person's point of view.
0: So you originally told me I was worried because... You didn't mention at first that it was within the same year, so I like that aspect.
1: Yeah, because it's not going to be rotating around. Yeah, until twenty twenty three to. Like when you
0: initially said it, I thought it was like milk of the camel dry kind of, or yeah, cow no, dry kind of. Thing. I, I
1: don't know what the release schedule is going to be, but it's all within the same calendar year. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's gonna be all. Do you watch Rest Development? No. no. Okay. Well, there's one season they did the same thing, kind of where it's like. Okay. Each episodes were people's own point of view from the same story. All right. So it's, I don't know. I think it's, I like the premise and I like the release schedule. And Sam Men is the perfect director for something like this because Mm -hmm. it's very like experimental and like artsy type Mm -hmm. of move. And he's, like I said, he did 1917, which is all one shot.
0: I, uh, so which movie do you release first?
1: Yeah. Okay. We asked this before. We've paused it because we want to save it. Yeah. I mean, essentially, you have to go Ringo.
0: But like, I feel like you want to captivate people and like draw them in. I feel like you start with Paul.
1: Okay, so if you if you shoot your wallet on that one, then you, the rest, John then, they, then they suck from there. If you if you're gonna do Paul first, you you'll to do John last. Yeah, that's and, what I'm saying. Sandwich other two in there, but I think you start Ringo because if Ringo's movie's good and you make Ringo's story good, then you're only way ways. up. Then you're then you can only go up from there. Yeah, that's true. Like George's story's gonna be better. Then then Paul and John's are gonna be even better than those two. Yeah. So if you can if you can knock Ringo's out of the park. Then you're set for the rest. That's like the true question, though. But but What's if you the can't, order, but if you can't knock it out of the park, yeah. like you're saying you you have to start with a big banger to get everyone in on mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. So I see your point too. I just I think uh, I'm also. The I think person- you have to end with Lennon, though. You could have like the. I think they're going to end with Paul because Paul's
0: still alive. Yeah, maybe it depends on how like they play it out. You know what I mean? It's a, like a biopic, right? Yeah, do, okay. to a biopic. So like, because uh, like, are you gonna have it end as if we have like the epilogue of where the Beatles are at like now? You know what I mean? Like where like you have like what Paul's doing and all that shit, or do you end it like as in the ending is like when John Lennon dies,
1: and the events yeah,
0: a- and the events of the movie are like their reactions to that said event.
1: I that be I yeah I wonder. I, I, or is it just a breakup? Yeah, exactly. And you do an epilogue after, and you see mm-hmm. John get shot, George get cancer, Ringo and Paul still doing that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I don't know, I don't know what the best way to play. I think the it is. best.
1: I think the best play would be just end it when they break up.
0: Then you probably want to end with Paul.
1: Yeah. Regardless, either Paul or John, but.
0: Hmm. The Paul won't be, or the John one will be sad, dude. I, I like this idea though. It's a cool idea. It's something that's never beetle. been done. Um, John, Lennon. Yeah, uh,
1: I'm a big John guy.
0: I just hope they have good like tripping scenes.
1: Yeah, I really hope they do the all the stuff when they go to India and they do drugs mm-hmm. and shit.
0: Yeah, I want that. Um, don't don't sugarcoat it. Don't gloss over it. I also you hope. Know? I also hope that go true don't and pass
1: true. any big people to be the Beatles they find nobodies to be Beatles yeah because if, it, if it's like a star it takes away from it, it I want someone who just no A-listers yeah I, I don't even want to know these people
0: yeah I get that but like I'm cool with like somebody I recognize but they really do look like young John Lennon or young Paul McCartney mm-hmm. you know what I mean I'm fine with that I just don't want like a full true and true A-lister you know what I mean
1: yeah I agree
0: like I'm, I'm cool if they've like been in some projects here and there you'll recognize their face but they actually do look like the younger version of whatever
1: character they're portraying. Yeah. I like this idea though. I'm excited. I, I I'm very excited. Like sky's the limit for this, I think. Speaking of, but I looked up Sam Mendes' uh catalogs I knew there's more movies I knew him from. Mm-hmm. Um he did 1917 obviously, American Beauty. Yeah, they mentioned Sky Sam Fall. Mendes and Entourage a lot. Yeah, Skyfall, <laughs> Spectre. Yeah. Um Jarhead. Okay. Empire of Light. These are all like. Oh,
0: he did Skyfall. Inspector. Yeah. Okay.
1: Nice. Yeah, Sam Mendes. Got to do it. So I'm happy. I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to it. 20- yeah. Twenty seventeen was sick. I think I told you originally twenty twenty five, but when we were talking off bought I just looked up as twenty twenty seven. Actually. Yeah, it takes a while. Yeah, and I also
0: hope that they do like a package deal, where like, hey, you can buy four tickets right now for thirty dollars. Or you can just buy you know ten dollars a pop when they come out. it would be sweet. That'd be, cool. be sweet if they just like all have, have part your ticket too. already. You know what I mean? The only thing is you would have to like you know plan the date and you know all that shit, which could be problematic.
1: But mm-hmm. um, another point I saw about it when I heard about this originally was it's gonna be su- it's gonna be sweet seeing Ringo and Paul doing pressers and stuff for this. Well, mm-hmm. they'll be on the late night shows promoting it and stuff. Yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah, Paul's I'm my excited. I'm excited. Paul's my favorite Beatle. I know you you didn't ask me, but... It'd be cool if they ended
0: with, like, real-life Paul and Ringo, too. Like, kind of, like, playing themselves a little Mm -hmm. bit. Nah, I'm excited. I like this. Paul's the best. All right. Anything else for movies?
1: Paul McCartney, man. All right, TV. Do you know Paul McCartney's the only one who can play all the instruments? Every single instrument. I mean, he taught George uh, Harrison how to play guitar. All right, all right. Do you know uh, the Taxman? The how it opens with that little guitar riff. I'm not like massively into the Beatles. George Harrison couldn't do the do it right during the recording. They're running out of studio time, so Paul's like, "Fuck, I'll just do it." And grabbed the guitar and did, ripped it off super quick. It's like there you That's go. Tough. <laughs> he's, <laughs> it's a tough man, he's the man, though. He's the man. He he played bass because he's the only one who knew how to play bass. But he also but he was like a better guitar player. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. All
0: right. TV. Bad Batch, we talked a little bit about episode one last week, Uh, I got a chance to watch episode two and three, four just dropped today, recording, or or yesterday actually. Three thoughts on them. Um, So the second episode, a little slow, but a necessary plot, you know, build up kind of thing. Uh, Not like unentertaining, but definitely something where, you know, it gets a little bit lackadaisical. Comparatively to the rest of the show so far. Yeah,
1: I have like 10 minutes left in that
0: episode mm-hmm. to finish.
1: Uh, the third episode, though, is sick.
0: Okay, good. Um, Emperor's in that one. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, so that's cool. Um, I love how it's just retconning everything that this, this pre, or the sequel series or nice. the sequel movies fucked up. It's great. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm excited to see what episode 4 brings, and I'm liking the series so far. I think it's good.
1: Yeah, I'll probably watch 2 and 3 tonight. Finish 2, because I only have, like I said, 10 minutes left. Yeah.
0: I, I think this is, like, a very good show through and through, though. hmm You know, like, it, it, for, for like, that kind of, like, cartoony style for Star Wars stuff. I think it's good. Yeah. Um, Anything from Bad Batch that you want to touch on?
1: I didn't watch it, so no.
0: All right. Um, Next up, Netflix's live action Avatar. Um, I didn't watch it yet. I'm going to watch it because a friend of mine is giving me some shit for it because he watched it and he says he likes it and he's literally the only person I know that likes it. <laughs> so I'm going to watch it out of spite <laughs> at this point. But essentially everything I heard is just like it ripped the soul out of the original cartoon in that you know, it's so serious of a show, which is fine, but the whole cartoon it was based around was, like, about the age of innocence and kind of, you know, you have to grow up at some point and learning from that. Yeah. And
1: they just don't do that at all. They're yeah, just big, all serious the, the, the entire time. The character trait of Aang is he's a kid, mm-hmm. and he wants to enjoy being a kid, but he's getting thrown into this Avatar world. Mm-hmm. Flashbacks yep. of the monks. It's like he wants to play games with his friends, but they're like, you have to do this. Yeah. So, he, like, he's balances being a kid and being the avatar and the other
0: thing i heard too is uh he so you know in the cartoon where he um ran away from the air temple Mm -hmm. and then got lost at sea Mm -hmm. so in this one he was like going away for some reason he didn't run away
1: like like a diplomatic mission
0: yeah kind of thing that sucks and so like it wasn't like his own flaw that caused him to you know be away uh, another thing is Boomy like hates him now. Boomy hates him for right. you know leaving and abandoning, and
1: but he didn't abandon because he got
0: in the cartoony. Well, the cartoon he cartoony abandoned, did, but he liked. Yeah. yeah, he's still cool with him. But yeah, they just kind of like flipped those two concepts, <laughs> and then That's, ang, I'm, ang I'm, I'm flies for real, which is kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah, no, no,
1: thou glider. I saw that because
0: at that stage of the uh, series as a whole, nobody can fly. And then, what was the other thing? Then Most people know about Sokka's whole sexism arc, how they just removed that.
1: Yeah, I saw the scene of him in, what's his name? Uh, Suki. Suki, like, yeah. doing like, a little fight thing. Yeah. Everyone's like, what the fuck is this? And I was like, yeah, what is that? <laughs> I saw a funny
0: part of that, too, where somebody was, like, watching the clock, and you know how, like, she has that face makeup mm-hmm. for the, uh, like, the... Uh, Kiyoshi Warriors. Kiyoshi Warrior. So, she like goes to clean her face, and she cleans her entire face in fifteen seconds. <laughs> <laughs> they like they counted it from the
1: time it cut, and it was like that's that doesn't make sense, <laughs> and that makes sense for a cartoon, yeah. Like yeah. if it's, that after yeah. the show probably did it, the yeah. original one, um, yeah. No, everything and then you I heard said.
0: Azula is just lame too. Like she's not malicious or anything. Azula, uh, Azuka's uh, sister. Azula.
1: Yeah, she's not like. Yeah. Vicious or anything. So what? What's the time frame of this first season? I think it's all book one, because Azula doesn't come until book two. I thought.
0: And the uh, the other part that's funny. This guy kind of like looked into it. though, was this video I was watching. So that people are like people defending the live action show are like, well, you don't have time to you know do the exposition of all the character traits and everything like that. And he was like, well, if you think about it, twenty two episodes was in book one, and that was or 20 episodes in book one, and that's 22 minutes an episode. Multiply that out. It's actually shorter than the run time of the <laughs> live action Avatar season one. But only about by 20 minutes or something like that, but still. And still, you can do it. Yeah, you can do it. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I don't know. I'm not excited for watching it, but I'm going to watch it. You shouldn't. I shouldn't,
1: but I'm going to spite Tom out of it. Um, now that I know that it's that bad, I'm not, I know I'm not going to watch it. I was going to watch a video, like a breakdown video and just, yeah, just, just tell me everything about it. Cause mm-hmm. I just want to sit here and be mad and yell at clouds about it. It's going to
0: be one of those things I'm just going to put on in the background. Like, I'm not going to really like watch it. I'm just going to critique it. <laughs> uh, the last thing I had was I watched SNL for the first time in like years. Shane. Cause Shane Gillis. Yeah. How was it? Um, I
1: only watched the monologue and the Trump skit.
0: Yeah, so the best skit they cut from the show, you can see it if you look it up. What was it? But it was, you know, the Liberty Insurance commercials that you. Yeah, I heard that one's hilarious. Yeah, that was cut. <sighs> Limu Emu? Yeah, that wasn't in the actual show. Was he SNL. like doing Coke or something? Yeah, he it? was like doing Coke. He's oh, planning, God, he was planning like guns and shit. It was so funny. And they cut that out, which pissed me off. Yeah. Uh, outside of that, though, some of the the cold open was the worst cold open. I I was like, why am I watching this? Yeah, I didn't watch when that. I watched the
1: cold open. <laughs> I didn't watch I was, the cold open, but I, I was so mad. <laughs> on the on the yak they were talk on on the yak they were uh, talking about it. Yeah, like just say, I like that's like it is not funny for anyone. <laughs> it was so bad. And then the monologue. I I looked at the next day. I looked up the monologue because I wanted to watch it. Mm-hmm. And um. Yeah, what'd you think about it? Uh, the first couple articles that popped up before I clicked it mm-hmm. was like, Shane Gillis is bombed. Yeah. All this yeah. stuff, all the stuff. I watched it. it. He did not bomb. He, he didn't bomb. He did this thing that comedians do nowadays, which whenever I saw Sass live mm-hmm. and all of them, they all did it and changed the same thing. Where if you don't get like an uproar of laughing, mm-hmm. you go, oh, well, that, that joke sucked. And everyone thinks it sucks, but like he was, people were laughing at it. Yeah. Him. Yeah. I thought it was very funny. When he's talking about his dad being like my dad, the junior high <laughs> girls basketball coach, I was dying at that.
0: Dude, the the thing where he was like we're Remember when you were gay with your mom? Yeah, that was, that was also very funny. <laughs> it's like your your mom's gay best friend. We learn how to jerk off. <laughs> you know, when that yeah, <laughs> to it, jerk off. And you're
1: like, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, get out of the house. It's like, come on, do do a little dance for me. Do a little dance.
0: Yeah, see, I thought the monologue was so funny. So I heard about he was like talking on a podcast after that, and he was talking about his monologue, and he said that only a select people knew that he was going to say gay and retard during his monologue. And that's kind of the reason why like if you look at the uh band behind him, like they were just st- stone faced the entire time, not even laughing, because they like didn't know you know, I mean, they're probably offended all that shit. Yeah. So like <laughs> But I and then the skets the, the skits though, um
1: <clears throat> I said the air Trump one was very funny. Yeah, the Air Trump one was good.
0: Like, There's another one that was really good that you'd probably like we could put on after this. Um it was a like a betting app commercial. Okay it's pretty much where, do, do you want me to say? Uh, we'll watch it after this. We got, you can say I mean, okay. We could. it. Okay. It was a betting app in which you could bet on your friends losing. Oh, that's funny. Okay. Like what they lose.
1: Yeah. So I, I don't think, yeah, for jokes like that, I don't mind being told the concept because mm-hmm. you can't.
0: Yeah, it's not like that.
1: Yeah, it's like, it's you learn it, like, about it early
0: in the joke, but yeah, it was a very funny skit. There was another skit with uh, a sex doll and I don't even know the girl's name, but she did a good job like just kind of like doing like crazy antics as a sex doll okay um and then there's another one with like a green bay packers butt plug that's funny and it the was one- kind of just shane gillis like saying yeah i don't know why i'm getting these like things on my phone i think my wife like was going through my phone and then it turns out he had like the green bay packers butt plug in his ass that's so funny and it was it would play the the go pack go fight song
1: <laughs> and if you open your mouth it was louder and that was the whole gimmick that's funny um the one the one thing i saw from it was, uh, I saw, clip from, I didn't see the skits, I don't know what the skits about, mm-hmm. but it's like a clip, and it's like him uh, doing like a Jamaican accent, Yeah. and the clip, the clip was like, Shane Gillis and Heidi Gardner broke during this, <laughs> and it's like, he just like, boom the clap, and then he's yeah. like, Graham right, and Heidi Gardner started laughing. But
0: I think my favorite one, though, uh, was, it was a, a high school reunion of Forrest Gump, I saw that. I saw that was, a good, from that. Saw a, that little, was a good one. I saw a little, just a little snippet from that. Yeah, it was a good one. I like yeah. that one a lot. Yeah. He was pretty. Shane Gillis is pretty much uh, one of Forrest's bullies that was grown up, and he was just like you know an asshole because he was like, oh yeah, what's your where's your friend Dan? Stand up,
1: Dan. Uh, no. <laughs> okay, I- I'm excited to watch it. I think he's like you got Jenny. <laughs> you know, I might watch it next this week too. It's
0: not. Oh yeah, Cindy Sweeney. Yeah, off oh, yeah. yeah. Mulgara Um, Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, too. I'll probably check out Sydney Sweeney's as well. Um, But, yeah, that's all I have for TV, though. I'm not back on SNL. I'm just back for these two hosts. Mm -hmm. And then I'm probably out again. Mm -hmm. Anything you got for TV, though? Uh, No. All right. Let's take it over to music for your jams of the week. Um, Not too much this week, honestly. There was... um, Three songs I had. Okay. One is Love On by Selena Gomez. Good song. Good song. I liked it. I don't know if I'm going to make a jam of the week or not. I'm debating that one. Another one, Drowned, Justin Timberlake, I guess a new song off his album. It was all right. Mm-hmm. It's passable. I don't like uh, his last one that much. The, the one I'm going to give Jam of the Week, though, is Himothy by Quavo.
1: Is that Himothy Butler? I don't know. Is it? Maybe. Is it? I don't I don't think so. <laughs> Well, Jimmy Butler is in a uh, Fallout Boy. Yeah, was he was. I don't know if that song released though. Did it? it was on that was on their V, like uh, the YouTube. Yeah, what's that? V- Vivo. Vivo. Yeah. Yeah, it's called. Uh, so much for stardust. Okay. Yeah. All right.
0: That is your jam of the week. You can check that out on the Hawkeye Jams playlist on Spotify, as well as the podcast there on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts.
1: Ryan. Closing statements. Betalytics b e t l y t i c s dot com. Yeah. Betalytics dot com. five percent off promo code Dairy J. Ken's Brothers Painting four one two seven eight four one five seven seven. Calling for a paint job today. Fuck Sherman Williams. Yeah, fuck Sherman Williams. Fuck them. Ken's Even though probably Ken's Brothers Painting probably goes to them for their paint. And we don't talk about that. Yeah, but Sherman Williams doesn't install paint. They don't. I think it's cell paint.
0: Ah, uh, okay.
1: I uh Anyway, 4127841577. <laughs> BetaLytics, dot com. Two chains line of the week. This is my favorite two chains line of the week for in a long time. All right. Lay it on me. It's like the bathroom's out of order. We ain't taking your shit. That's good. All I got to say is two chains and it's a radio hit
0: is a good one. That's a really good one. I like one. that one a lot. Yeah. I'll do one
1: more time. It's like the bathroom out of order. We ain't taking your shit. All I gotta say is two chains and it's a radio in it. I like that a lot. That's yeah, a really good one. All right. All right. Peace out. See you guys.
3: In case you couldn't tell, I guess I'm doing well. This is just part of our survival. She said that I don't care as she swept back her hair. I guess this is a revival. The ocean view gets me every time I know I'm out of flying But I know that it gets better Come on, show me a sign As we're dancing here In the perfect silent weather Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat Only then will you know Of my phrase, it's questions that you raise. to the pipi